0: The episode 169.
1: <laughs> Always wanted to do that. It's
2: like the numbers are having
1: sex. Uh, It is July 12th, 2017. This is the Spanish Announced Table podcast podcast about the wonderful, wonderful world of pro professional wrestling. It is just me and Brando today. Yes. This
2: is the best we could do.
1: Considering that you have not been here in two, three?
2: Oh, more than that. Probably a month. Yeah. I bet you have missed three. Yeah, okay. For sure. So it's yeah. been
1: yeah a month since you were here last. Four weeks,
2: yeah. Um,
1: baseball's on Thursdays for you, so it's a little tough to get you in here.
2: Yes, but Scotty, those are winding down.
1: Scotty does his things on Wednesdays, so we figured we'd flip it this week. Yep. Record on a Wednesday, bring Brando in, yeah. let Scotty have the week off, and then hopefully bring everyone back together That's right. sometime Full soon. Full roster will be back sooner rather than later. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, you're stuck with just the two of us, so... Uh-huh. This is probably going to be somewhat of a quicker show. I am currently on hour 11 in this building. By the time we're done this, it'll be probably closer to 13.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's too many hours in one building.
1: That's a lot of hours. Except for your your house. For a guy that doesn't like to wake up early. Yeah. So we're going to try and do this as quickly as we we can. That being said, there's lots to talk about with the pay-per-view and the weekly program. We're not going to talk about NXT because we're recording this and we haven't watched it and we figured, why bother? Yeah. There's a title match tonight. Right. So there's a tag team title match. So we'll
2: just skip I mean, it. it's one thing when we didn't do our due diligence and watch it on sure. Wednesday. But when we we're recording on a Wednesday, we didn't no. even have a shot.
1: Nope. Not worth it. Not gonna do it. So no. if if it's worthwhile, we'll talk about it next week. If it's not, then we'll just pretend like it never existed.
2: That's right. Because we can do that very easily. Bury our heads in the sand.
1: Uh, anything new over the past month that you want to talk
2: about? Oh, uh, I got a job. Yes, you did. And I got a full-time job at mm-hmm. the station that I've had a part-time job for four years at. Um, nothing changes, it seems like. It's, I was excited to get it, because I was like, oh, this means it's going to be like a nice, solid 40-hour week, not a whole bunch of overtime, not a whole bunch of working on your days off. Turns out, I'm still doing all the that same stuff, so... <laughs> Uh, but there is a uh, lovely bit of uh, insurance there now. When when the work gets light, I will get my forty hours. Which, as you know, back in the day when the work got light, I would be sitting around the house in my underwear an awful lot. That's <laughs>
1: that's true. Yeah, that was was a thing that would happen from time mm. to time. So, uh,
2: okay. so yeah, lots of work. That's it. And playing Breath of the Wild.
1: How is it? How are it, you enjoying it It's good. It, so it, it,
2: it took a long time for that game to get its claws in me. Yeah. I, I did a lot of like one hour, two hour sessions where I'd put it down and be like, this is pretty good, but it's not as good as everyone's saying it is. Mm. Uh, and then finally, I kind of started doing more story stuff and progressing stuff a little bit. And I was like, this is actually pretty dope. There's yep. some dope stuff going on here. There
1: is. A lot of story to be told there. I never actually finished it, but I'm close. So.
2: I, uh, I just did my first Divine Beast. Mm-hmm. In the, Ruda uh, Ruda Yeah yep. That was pretty fun it was That is a lot of fun The old elephant
1: I found that that one Was the hardest Of the Ganons
2: Really? Yes I beat him Tootsweet Really? Yeah, it yeah. took me a
1: long time To figure out what the fuck I needed to do in that second half
2: Yeah I just kept hitting him With arrows Yeah
1: See and I didn't have arrows so Oh that that'll my, probably do it <laughs> I, I think I eventually Had to look it up being like, Okay why Why This is taking This should not take this long Yeah and I'm like, oh, right, arrows. So I just went back and bought and then came back again. And oh, yeah. I was like, oh, no, well, this isn't the worst.
2: Yeah, you hit him with two arrows. He just falls down. And then he went. In fact, I think I only died once. And I died on, like, his first attack. And I was like, oh, Let's that it only was takes, frightening.
1: It <laughs> takes one hit from those big bastards. Yeah.
2: Good. Uh, anything else? Mm, no, just like you said, lots of baseball. Uh, we are not a very good team. No. Hit. No. We've won one game legitimately and two mm. games by forfeit.
1: You uh, uh And in the process, you destroyed your leg.
2: Oh, yes. I haven't talked about that. Yeah, I slid. And the only reason I slid was because it was in a game that we actually had a shot to win. Because I usually never slide. And it was like near the end of the game. And I was like, oh, if I'm out here, we might lose. And I should probably be safe. So I slid and just ruined my leg. Yeah. It was ugly. Uh, I picked uh, just to come full circle. That happened pretty much right after... Like, probably the day of the first podcast on the streak I missed mm-hmm. is when that happened. And I just uh, picked off, like, the giant scab yesterday. So nice. So here we are, full circle. It's good. It was basically like I did not want to have a podcast with a scab on my leg.
1: So <laughs> well, once the scab- mission accomplished yes, then, once I guess. <laughs> once the
2: scab was gone, <laughs> I came back.
1: Good. Uh, what have I done in the last week? Not a lot. Um... Nothing exciting, unfortunately.
2: You know the most exciting thing you did for me is? Oh, what's that? You bought an air conditioner. Yes, for our that's apartment. right.
1: Sunday was a big day in my world when you really think about it yeah. uh, because it's ridiculously hot up here. Yeah. Um. I, if anyone's listening in Arizona, you're probably going to laugh at us, but yeah. it was like 30 degrees Celsius, which is, what did I say, 60-something Fahrenheit, I think?
2: No, it's got to be more than that. Let's find out. I thought it was like in the 80s at least.
1: It is 86. Right. Yeah, I was going to say 68, so that makes sense. Uh, 86, which is for Canada. Well, not, yeah, for Canada, for here specifically, it's, yeah. it's fucking unheard of. It's right. too hot.
2: We're up in the snowlands. We're right. north of the wall here. We
1: usually get this, I don't know, five to ten times a year if we're lucky. Right. Uh, and it happened that it was like three or four days consecutive of yeah. this.
2: And, and as apartment dwellers, it's on not, the
1: third floor of right? apartment.
2: It's not the one thirty degree day that kills nope. you. Nope, 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 Because nope. you just get to that next night, open you're the fine. windows, you're fine. It's when they start stacking up against each other There's where no it relief. doesn't get very cool at night. No. It's like 22 degrees at night. doesn't get any cool, colder. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up, the sun's flying in your window, and you're like, we're going to die.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I, to my credit, I made it through Saturday, which was like day one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, looked at the the forecast for the rest of the week and it said, obviously that was not 100% accurate mm. based on now we're later in the week, but it said that it was going to be around that temperature for the entire week. And yep. I said, well, I can't do a whole week of this shit, right. so let's buy us an air conditioner. You
2: basically just looked at it and you're like, well, it's buy an air conditioner or we die.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. right. It's do or it die. It wasn't a decision. Literally. Right. Uh, so I went on the old Facebook uh, buy and sell pages and... Mm. Scoped a bit, found one I liked, and it was a bit of a hassle getting it. But sure. come Sunday afternoon, picked that bad boy up with uh, Scotty in my vehicle. As a matter of fact, because he ended up coming over and we watched the Great Balls of Fire, mm-hmm. and uh, we tried it out. And it it's immaculate. It, it, is, it, it, it has it's changed a, my
2: life. It's a world changer. I was I was gonna say like I never woulda, I never woulda gone out and got one. Mm-hmm. Like even when it was really hot, I got my fan in my room. I spend more time in my room than you do yeah. in your room. so I can just lay in front of my fan for a while while I play video games. And even in thirty degrees, I'm usually fairly comfortable if I do that. Mm. Um, but once I felt like how cold it was, I was like, "Oh, this is this this
1: is a good decision." <laughs> <laughs> you have
2: you, well, done us well. I
1: think it's it's powerful enough that it'll it'll maybe not cool your room. To the same temperature as the living room. But if the whole apartment is yeah. cooler, then it's going to help your room just based on That's your right. room being in the apartment. All so. right. It is
2: surrounded by walls yes. that are also very hot and that are oh. getting cooler progressively now.
1: Um, I did not need it yesterday, but I used it out of spite just because, you know what? I bought the damn thing. Sure. I'm still going to use it for That's, two hours.
2: Yeah, it's. A, it was actually <laughs> one of the days after it got cold and you had been yeah. obviously running it. I was like, it's kind of chilly in our apartment. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's got a timer on, it, which is good. So when I go to bed, if it is already on the verge of me not really needing it, I'll just let it run for two hours, and then it shuts itself off. There you go. Which is magical. So. Then you wake up all sweaty. Yeah, but that's fine. As long as I get to sleep, then you're I'm happy. good. I can stay asleep, but it's the process of getting there that I struggle with. So that's right. Yeah, that was a good day. And then, day. Uh, and then uh, we watched the Great Balls of Fire. Sure. And then I won a title belt. So that's right. <laughs> it was a not tremendous a bad day. Tremendous Sunday. You
2: technically won the title belt on the Monday, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. By the time that we we had watched it, yeah. yes. But right. technically, I wanted it at yeah. nine hey. o'clock, right? Because that's when right. the show that, ended. That, that and the was results. Were you just in. didn't know you had right. won it. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> I was also very drunk because we got a couple drinks on on the Sunday as well. So.
2: Yeah, I was dead sober. Which was good. I never
1: did take my photo shoot that I promised either, which is kind of. Lame. I didn't do
2: mine either. I'll, 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 you win I'll do that for me. You win the belt, and it feels real good mm-hmm. right when you win it, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, oh, everything I wanted to do with this just feels like work. All now. I did was just I'm sit put there, it on the shelf,
1: sit there on the couch with it on my shoulder, sure, for three hours after you went to bed and Scotty left. Nope. Yep. Played video games, watched some TV, just,
2: just drank some champ, more, as the champ does,
1: and then uh, yeah, put it back up on the shelf and hasn't moved. Right. Got to change the plate on it, though. Yeah. So it's good now, which is good.
2: It's good. Um, the plate is good, <laughs> and it is good.
1: Um, but yeah, I still, there's still time. I might still do my, I, I got to figure out, because I need a, uh, a a prop to make the photo idea in my head work. Okay. And it's not one that's very easily accessible. Although, Although, on the TV side, I'm sure I could probably find what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? If only I knew somebody that worked yeah, over yeah, there yeah, that yeah. could point me in the right direction. What do you need a GoPro? No, I need a <laughs> like a light. Oh. Preferably above my head.
2: Yeah, I got one of those. Okay. I got good. one of those in my vehicle right now.
1: Oh, if we can just do it at home then. We can just do it at home. It's my light. Good. All right. Well, that settles that. Yeah. Um, all right. I got nothing else. You want to uh, want to just jump over to the news? Sure. Let's do it.
2: And now... <laughs>
0: Spanish announced table news.
1: And if you think for a goddamn second I'm going to let that title go easily, <laughs> you are all sadly, sadly mistaken.
2: I feel like I was ready to let go of that title because I couldn't make it to the show where we made the picks, mm-hmm. which does put you at a bit of a disadvantage. Sure. Um, because you, you have to make your picks first right? still, so it shouldn't matter, but you can also tell as the show goes, as the picks go on, you're like, oh fuck, everyone's picking the same thing as me. Mm-hmm. I got to do something drastic here. Because like yep. I told you about our picks and we'll get into the card later. I, uh, I took reigns over Strowman, literally sent that in by email being like, that's going to be my one that's different. Right. than everyone else. I don't even think it's true, but I want that one that might happen that is different than everyone else. And then you came home and told me all the picks, and you're like, yeah, everyone but me took reigns. And I was like, well, for fuck's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's and I think I even said that last week when everyone picked it. I was like, oh, wow, I'm getting away with this? Yeah. All right, I'll take Strowman.
2: I would have loved to be there on Strowman with you. I still would have lost, though, because of uh, the Wyatt Rollins one.
1: Yeah. Took the wrong, but that's... Uh, I'm trying to. Yeah. Okay. So that's the one that separated us, and then I needed the Strowman to win it over Boris. Right. So. That's so you still would have had me out, after you.
2: match one anyway. Yeah. But uh, I would have at least maybe finished a hearty second. That's
1: all right. Yeah. Yeah. And you at least you have a motive to try and win this thing back because uh, your other podcast, the Talking Reckless podcast, that's right. You have an event coming up, and you've you've already gone on record saying that you're hoping to have that title. So I'd like to
2: have that title to properly represent this podcast. Uh, and to uh, hopefully unify the Talking Reckless Championship and whatever the fuck you win for being the Reckless Rumble Champion. Hmm. You Probably. mean the Satpaw Championship? Or er, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, but they're Just making up titles now. Fuck
1: it. Um, but yeah, they're, they're getting an. Ac- you guys are getting an actual like title made up.
2: Uh, as I understand it, yes. So there's going
1: to be something on the line, because it's like a tournament or something. That's that you right. Guys are doing,
2: right? Yeah. There's going to be uh, there's going to be video games mm. uh, in terms of scheduling and format. I'm not sure, and I'm gonna be running a bit of a gimmick that seems very hell. A little peek behind the curtain for the wrestling fans. Uh, okay. I'm gonna be running a gimmick that seems very hell bent on winning this championship. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake. The real win will be me being the drunkest person there, and and I don't think I'm going to win very many of these (laughs) video games we're
1: playing. (laughs) At Talk Reckless Pod on Twitter, if you want to give them a follow and uh, keep up to date on, I'm sure as you get closer, because the actual date is the, whatever the Uh, date of the- the
2: 21st, maybe? Whatever the Saturday around the 21st is
1: of August. I don't want to (laughs) say to give people an idea, but it's the same night as Mayweather and McGregor. Right, yes. Which is unfortunate, but- but hey, I mean, there's a thing called split screen these days. That's
2: right. And why not put the two biggest battles in all of professional right. sports? Right.
1: And, <laughs> and really, you're not gonna watch the whole card. You're gonna buy that fight card just to watch the one fight anyway. So yeah.
2: Is there even? Is this? Forgive my boxing ignorance. Or, is there undercard in boxing? Uh, I think so. Probably, eh.
1: But I mean, if they if there was going to be a one opportunity where they wouldn't do it, it'd probably be here.
2: So. I want to watch that boxing match. I have no illusions that it's going to be very good. But I want to see what is going to happen happen.
1: It's the potential of something good happening though right. that makes me really want to watch it. Exactly. So anyway. so
2: I can I can pretty much guarantee that if you are watching our stream, mm-hmm. we will also be out of the corner of our eye yes. watching McGregor versus Mayweather.
1: August twenty sixth.
2: The 26th. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Really?
1: August 26th. So, at Talk Reckless Pod on Twitter and uh, Talking Reckless Podcast, if you want to listen to it, highly recommend it if you are into the video games. Let's do the news, Brando.
2: All right. Uh, We're going to start with uh, the release, the mutual release of uh, one Austin Aries.
1: Which came out of nowhere yep nobody uh, saw this coming
2: you sent me a text message and i did a legitimate double take on my phone like put my phone down on my arm <laughs> after i saw it and then i like <laughs> picked it up again and i was like what austin aries <laughs> uh that i don't have a whole lot of information on it but it sounds like uh and i got this from scotty more so than anywhere official oh, but okay. i mean what is more official than yeah, scotty molyneux that's right is that he is heading to uh, new japan
1: yeah that is the heavy rumor. Um, uh, Your yo boy Meltzer. Yeah, my boy. I heard him uh, him kind of giving some what he thought might be some reasons. Mm-hmm. He hadn't heard anything when I was listening to him do an interview, so it, it's not 100%, but he was kind of saying that uh, he knows that Ares wasn't super happy about uh, the 205 slash cruiserweights kind of getting brushed under the carpet, mm-hmm. uh, and he really, really wasn't happy about uh, when they put the DVD slash Blu-ray out for WrestleMania that they cut off the pre-show matches, which was his match.
2: Oh, yes.
1: Um, That would upset a guy. Which wouldn't necessarily be the final straw, but Meltzer wondered if maybe they just saw this, if he's already raising a stink, we don't want to have any future problems, so maybe we should just go our separate ways. Right. You go do your own thing. And there's money to be made on the indies, as we found out, from the likes of Cody Rhodes and... And people like him, so.
2: That's right. WWE is not going to be for all of them.
1: It sucks because I think that Austin Aries could have been so much bigger outside of the 205. Like, he could have been a main eventer, period, on the main roster, I think. Um, But doors not completely closed at ever, so.
2: Uh, I was sad to see him go. I really did like his 205 stuff, 205 live stuff. Um, And I thought that when he started working Neville, it felt like they had finally found a guy who is a credible threat. Yeah, to Neville, but for me, I never, uh, unlike you, I never got really into him to the level that I was like, oh, he's gonna be a big deal, like on the main event scene.
1: Right, and it was just weird because they used him as a babyface for that run. Yeah, and he's so much better as a heel that Mm. it's just okay. Well, you know, it it was like a wait. uh, Eventually, he'll turn heel again, and that's that's when we get the really good stuff.
2: Right. And that will just never um, see. We'll but never a lot of that.
1: people thought that he was going to win the title from Neville too. And that just never happened. Mm-hmm. It just kept, he kept losing and losing. And then, okay, I'm going to take a few months off. And then a month later, nope, I'm done. That's
2: see you it.
1: Yeah. Very strange.
2: Well, good luck to him. Yes. Uh, WWE has issued a statement on uh, cybersecurity after there was uh, an apparent data leak. Uh, they want to say, although no credit card or password information was included and therefore not at risk. WWE is investigating a vulnerability of a database housed on Amazon Web Services, which has now been secured. It's now secure. That's good. Uh, WWE utilizes leading cybersecurity firms Smartronics and Uh, Praetorian to manage data infrastructure and cybersecurity and to conduct regular security audits on AWS. That is that Amazon Web Services. We are currently working with Amazon Web Services, Smartronics, and that one that starts with a P, to ensure the ongoing security of our customer information. No credit card and password information. That seems like the important thing. Absolutely. To note here. Uh, If I had to guess, probably like some sort of advertising agency that has taken... Stuff so they know who to advertise to mm. that seems to happen a lot, yeah. So all of a sudden, they're like, Oh, Warren Barris likes the uh, likes the wrestling, hey? Eh? Let's start selling him merch on his Facebook page, sure. If they're not already, yeah, which if they haven't figured that out about you by now, then well, it's pretty, it's not like you're I hide trying it. to hide that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there you go. This is not, uh, not the is, end of the world. This is not, this is not the the the, the cyber leaks of uh, no, the frappening, that's right, mm. yes.
1: That was a thing that happened.
2: What a thing it was. <laughs> <laughs> My thing yeah. will never be the same. Nope. Took, um, took yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the more news on WWE 17, 2K17. Right. Uh, Kurt Angle. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Not surprising. Will be uh, DLC. Or, sorry, pre-order content. Right. He's the uh, Goldberg. He's the Goldberg. Without
1: being on the cover.
2: Right. But the, uh, they, they did the teaser with the burnt down building that Seth Rollins. If you've been following the lore of mm-hmm. this, Seth Rollins has burnt down what is the not actually real WWE Hall of Fame, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kurt Angle has found his boot. And
1: actually, Goldberg wasn't even on the cover. It was Lesnar last year.
2: Oh yeah, there you go. Which
1: is weird. But Goldberg was the yeah the DLC.
2: Kurt Angle walked into the burning building, found his boot that had been all charred, and he is out for revenge. Or his
1: boot. I actually really liked it. That was the only reason where I'm like, "Yeah, okay, that first one kind of makes sense now." I
2: think I only liked but, it because I thought it was the Seth Rollins one again. And then it and turned then into it was the boot, else. and I was like, "Oh, this is a different thing." Yeah. <laughs> and then I, and know, I like I'm him like,
1: with oh. the hood up; he looks badass. Yeah. But.
2: I maybe part of me is just thinking all this stuff and just using it as excitement to see Kurt Angle wrestle again. I don't think we'll be waiting that long, but we'll get into that later. Uh, I had one more for you. Oh, um, El Patron, Mm -hmm. uh, who uh, I'm not sure when this happened. Have you guys covered the initial incident where he uh, they had the domestic abuse thing at the airport?
1: We did not. No, you did not. That 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 must have been this
2: week. Uh so apparently he uh was suspended after domestic violence claims. There's a whole bunch going around about he uh uh been doing some been doing some beating. Right. Uh Page But has, not the kind that we were talking about. No, before. not that's no. a different beating. Yeah. Uh well yeah, Al well, Patron might do that beating too. He might, but yeah. But why would you? Yeah. Um that won't get
1: you rest. well it can, I guess. That's right. Pee
2: Wee. <laughs> uh his wife, nope.
1: No, still fiancé. Still fiancé? Okay. I
2: believe. Uh, has come, Paige has come out and said you didn't put a hand on me. And I did throw a drink in his face at the airport. Yeah. I was having a bad day.
1: She's trying to claim that she was the aggressor in the
2: situation. hmm And uh, that the police only followed Del Rio because he was aggressively pursuing her in the airport. Right. Which I would probably aggressively pursue you, you if you drink. poured a drink on Right, me. Yeah. You don't lay a hand on her, no. but you can You'd power walk pursue. right by her <laughs> and then course. stop sharply and she or, might run into you.
1: <laughs> or punch the wall close to her right. in, in her vicinity, but yep. never actually put her in any sort of danger. Exactly.
2: Or like get real close and yes. look over her shoulder and just say terrible things in her ear. Yeah, just get right in there. Yeah. swear to God, if you oh, ever if fucking you know, do that. Embarrass me in public. Um, or just throw her right out the window. Right on the tarmac. <laughs>
1: Uh, Global Force Wrestling, F-K-A-T-N-A. That's fun to say. Uh, (laughs) That was a fucking triple rhyme there, baby. F-K-A-T-N-A, that's fun to say. Um, They have suspended him indefinitely. Doesn't Um, matter. Does (laughs) not say with or without pay. Yep. Uh, He is their current champion. Uh, And they have not addressed what that means as far as that goes. Uh, But they have suspended him indefinitely until this is either cleared up one way or the other or... If it's not, then they'll have to pursue. I assume more. Like if he is found guilty of this, pursue. then you're gonna have to probably get rid of the man. That's right. And then what for old old Berto, old Birdie, WWE? <laughs> yeah, sure, I'm sure. They want him back real bad. Uh, all right, that's uh, that's that. We talked about the page thing. Um, what else we got? All right, let's talk with the Hardys. All right. Because uh, on Raw, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, there was uh, the heaviest tease so far Mm -hmm. uh, of them becoming the characters that we all want them to become with the broken universe stuff. Yep. And uh, there was some rumors floating around last week that, ah, they're close. Now they're not close. And there was one side saying this and the other side saying, no, they haven't talked to us and blah, blah, blah. It seems like they are still very much at odds from all reports that I've seen coming out today. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where was the thing that I wanted to read Anthem Media uh, would delegate the rights to the Hardys but Anthem has yet to sign off on that Um, yeah it, essentially they, they just made no progress on it which boggles my mind that they would go as far as they did on Monday if they didn't have anything done yeah. yet right
2: yeah I, uh, I you would think they're at least very confident Like it might be like they know what's coming. Mm. It just is not coming there yet. Like maybe they have a verbal agreement or something and then the rest is paperwork and legality. But maybe they've said something like, yeah, it's yours. I'll see you on the 26th of August to uh, sign the paperwork. So they're like, well, let's fucking get this thing going then
1: uh Rebbie Hardy, Matt's wife, who okay. has been very vocal throughout this whole process. Yes, I bet. Fuck the owl. I think it was her thing that she started. Mm-hmm. Uh she tweeted out on the 12th, that is today, the 12th of July at one twenty. Um she said we had an agreement. Uh we had agreement terms as of last week included non-disparagement clause to the tune of 5k, 5k every time I tweet something about TNA. Uh, she then said, why are you lying at Real Jeff Jarrett? I'm going to have to start clarifying things by recording phone calls. Apparently, everything out of this loser's mouth is BS. Um, and she says, but according to Real Jeff Jarrett, there is nothing who's up for another run of fuck that owl shirts.
2: Great. So They seem to be getting along fine.
1: Uh, this is not helping their cause. Like no. <laughs> Matt, If Matt really wants this, he should be telling her... Ruby, chill. we're trying let's, to make a friend here. Let's relax so that we can get this fucking thing done and dealt with. But
2: And then as soon as you get it, then you turn Ruby loose on the internet. Yeah,
1: let her go, yeah. right? You own it now. That's right. You've paid what you needed to pay. Yeah. Now let her say what she needs to say. I'm on fire tonight. Uh, no. I am on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing I have left uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think Scotty brought this up, that uh, GFW wa- had let go of a bunch of agents. Uh, including Al Snow and uh, Shane Hurricane Helms were amongst the list, uh, big names on that list. Um, According to PW Insider, Jeff Jarrett had a conference call today. He stated that the recently released agents let go by the company were let go because the company uh, did not need as many agents as they had under contract, uh, to which Shane Helms tweeted... Jeff Jarrett, would Stand ra- back. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett would rather climb a tree to tell a lie than stay on the ground and tell the truth.
2: Well, there you no. we go. That seems like a waste of energy. It's a rough day for old Jeff Jarrett. He's like, I, he's spending an uncomfortable amount of time in our newscast today. It's true.
1: <laughs> but uh, the man brings it on himself. So I guess that is what it is. Um, I believe that is. Oh. There was a title change at a house show at Madison Square Garden over right. the weekend. We
2: need to talk about that now.
1: Um yeah, it was uh out of nowhere yep. again. That was I guess just because it was at Madison Square Garden that
2: They like to throw these in sometimes at uh Madison Square Garden.
1: Yeah, cuz it was uh, it was AJ Styles winning uh the US title from Kevin Owens and yeah it just like it popped up on twitter and
2: what what it's and that's it's the thing that they like to do where they're like well let's put the cell phone graphic up with yes. the footage inside the graphic some
1: and, mutt taking a video and from just the 14th show row.
2: yeah and just show how crazy it is that this was only captured on a cell phone
1: um i know ticket sales weren't great for that house show mm. so maybe they just did it in hopes to do better the next time they come around, that, oh, never last time. They actually did something, so maybe we should go.
2: It could be. I, I pictured it as them having it planned before the ticket sales would have been like they an wanted issue. To do that. Like yeah. I think they wanted to do it, because part of me wonders if maybe just from a timing leading up to Battleground, they needed mm-hmm. more weeks of AJ as champion to make happen whatever they're going to make happen with, uh, well, we'll get into more of it yeah. with Cena, but it seems like there's some moving pieces to this.
1: Definitely, definitely looked like that. Um, there was some reports early on that sta- Owens had some sort of an injury. Mm. Uh, that's obviously not true because he worked the next day. Yep, and uh, the Monday, and obviously was on SmackDown on Tuesday. So mm-hmm. going a full match. So yep, yeah. no, that's. Uh, I think he's okay. So there you go. That is the news, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about WWE Great Balls of Fire. How suiting? How suiting is it that the first title? Win for me of the Sapod Picks Championship comes at the stupid fucking Great Balls of Fire. Uh, what well, a horrible name for a pay-per-view. <laughs> I hate it, but it was some good matches at least. But it just, it just, it's, the. It, of course, of course this is how it happened for me.
2: That's right. The, 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 the man who did the most complaining about the name... <laughs> here now we'll have his name Destiny. forever beside that name <laughs> for his inaugural title run
1: well and it, it's a good benchmark because of the ac as well like the, this this day mm-hmm. in history in the history of my life yep july 9th it's a big day and now i'll have something to remember july 9th because i'll go oh well, uh, great balls of fire was that day what day was great mm-hmm. balls of fire one
2: this is the day I bu- Is when i bought my air conditioning <laughs> to cool my great balls of fire That's right <laughs>
1: Uh, I never actually did watch the pre-show match between Neville and Tazawa. No, me neither. Okay, well, it went 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Who won that? Uh, Neville. Interesting. Um, I think,
0: yeah. Yes, no, it doesn't right, say doesn't say disqualification, so
1: I assume that Neville won clean. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins were first. Uh, 12 minutes, 10 seconds. Bray Wyatt picks up the win.
2: Yeah, that uh, send my fucking title shot right down the toilet. <laughs> I went to bed.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I um, I liked it. It seems like they're doing more with Mm. those two, um, and I think Bray needed the win more. I don't think it hurts Rollins as much.
2: But he cheated too. Exactly
1: with the 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 thumb to the eye. So uh, I thought that was the right call.
2: And this is just me projecting what I want Bray Wyatt to be on to Bray Wyatt. Um, but I don't like. I know he's a heel. I don't feel like an eye poke should be in Bray Wyatt's repertoire. Like if he's going to cheat, I would rather it be like, "Oh, the lights went out, and then Seth sure. Rollins was dead,"
1: mm-hmm. or or like a black mist instead of a green mist. Sure, That he can summon or some a sort of voodoo. hologram.
2: <laughs>
1: uh there's somebody tweeted a graphic out. I don't even know who it's from. Um, and I assume this is just television, not counting like house shows and stuff, right. because how the hell would you ever keep track of that? Uh, But Bray Wyatt's career, as I assume Bray Wyatt, not including the Husky Harris days, 182 wins, 424 losses, and 10 draws. It's not a very good record. The man's had a rough go over his career, and that's not how that character should be. No. He's the jobber to the stars, though. Yes.
2: He loses... The most matches, but he loses them high on the card. It's mm-hmm. not like he ever ends up down at the bottom.
1: Which is something to be said. Yeah. I mean, it's not about win-loss. I know that. But right. But it feels like when you see that number, and you don't see that number for anyone else, and I get that, but, like, I don't know. When you have a character like that, if you want to make him this menacing, ominous figure, it feels like he should win maybe a little bit more than that to sure. really staple that
0: home.
2: And it is... Um, like it is a well-known fact that heels lose way more than faces, uh. Of course, like over the over the course of long periods of time, and that man has had a decent run in the WWE so far and never been a face, so yep. that also kind of tilts your your win loss record a little bit.
1: Yep. So hopefully, uh, they both him a little better.
2: He's also had a WWE championship, which mm-hmm. is crazy to think For about. For a month. Uh,
1: <laughs> big cast. it was? Big Cass and Enzo had their match. Uh, five minutes, 25 seconds. This went, Cass, new music. What do you think?
2: Uh, I, I don't like the beginning, uh, where it's like kind of the random mishmash of noises. Mm. Uh, but then when it settles into kind of its, its groove, uh, or its, I don't know, its hook. Sure. Uh, it's, uh, I actually think it's pretty good. I think it needs some work. And a lot of the times they bust these things out for the first time and then they spend a lot of time tweaking them. Sure. Getting the timing right and...
1: Yeah, oh, I, uh, yeah. I, I I, I, kind of the same way as you. I didn't hate it necessarily. I liked it uh, when it got to that. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like Aleister Black because it had that like
0: ah, 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 oh, art yeah. in it,
1: which also kind of reminded me of Friday the 13th, yeah. as I said to you guys. Um, but yeah, it needs a little bit of work. I do like the... <laughs> Sound effect? I don't know what the hell that is, yeah. so I can't say it without just doing it. Right. It reminded me, you know that pinball game that used to be on, like, PCs back in the day, Pinball Wizard or whatever it was called? Sure. Uh, there was a there was a little spinner thing that if you hit it, it would make that exact noise. That's Maybe that's where me, they got it from. Makes me think of, but...
2: Maybe he's going to develop a pinball character as time goes on. Sure. Um. I'm a pinball star. Or he
1: makes other people into the pinball. Like Enzo and just throws him around the ring. Just just boing boing
2: boing. boing. You paddle tilt. Uh, um, Other pinball. Turns. I think his
1: entrance as a whole was kind of lame. It too. was the whole yeah. like one arm up and just yeah. slow walk.
2: He was doing the the seven foot tall thing. Yeah, but he just did it the whole way down.
1: Yeah, but it it's okay. They they, they got time. I like the new uh, he had the new tights on too, mm-hmm. which looked really good. And uh, the match itself was. Pretty much everything I wanted it to be, even though I didn't really want the match to begin with. But yeah. if they were gonna do it, this is what I wanted it to be, and I thought this was perfect.
2: Yeah, key. just went out there, beat the shit out of him for five minutes, pinned him. Yep. There wasn't even a because I was telling you during the match, I was like, I bet mm-hmm. you Enzo gets his one surprise spot where he like rolls out of a power bomb and gets like maybe oh, he's gonna yeah do it. he gets right oh. on top of him and you think oh he's got him and then nope. and then gets finished because it seems like that's how a lot of these end. Uh, but I was totally fine with it just being like oh no that's a five minute squash just beats him yep. yeah. That's fine.
1: Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus defeating the Hardy Boys uh, in an Iron Man, 30-minute Iron Man match for hmm. the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, I really like the way this match was booked. Hmm. You had uh, Sheamus and Cesaro getting a pin, like, immediately. Yep. Uh, it was, like, 17 seconds in or something like that, where it was Sheamus, much, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Start. broke kick and then uh, a pin. So, that was really cool. Uh, they got another one after that with a white noise diving their their tag team move. The white mm. noise diving neck breaker combination thing. Uh, that was at about nine minutes in. And the Hardy Boys get one back with a twist of fate. Then Cesaro and Sheamus again. So they're at 3-1. Hardy Boys come back to tie at 3-3. And uh, with about 30 seconds left, Cesaro and Sheamus pick up another pin when Cesaro just kind of dove in there. Caught Jeff Hardy off guard. Uh, pinned him really quick.
2: Yeah, Jeff had just hit a swanton on Sheamus. Right, thinking then, he was uh, the legal man. And then Cesaro jumped on top of him and pinned him.
1: And then uh, Jeff got up, chased Cesaro around the ring, got him back in the ring, hit the twist of fate. One, two, and time ran out. Right. It was perfectly timed.
2: Weird how often that happens. Tough
1: to do. <laughs> uh, you've seen it fail a couple times in the past. Uh, but no, I thought this I thought this worked really well. And I really liked the booking of them being down early and then mm. kind of clawing back and then, oh, another one down. And then they, oh, they did get there. and
2: Yeah, yeah I uh, this match lost me a little bit in the middle just because I think 30 minutes is a long match if you're not at the absolute peak of interest you could possibly be for a match. Sure. Even like the main event matches that used to go 30 minutes at pay-per-views, it was like, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit long. If this isn't Shawn Michaels, I don't know if I care. <laughs> um, but at the end, I thought it was really well done. So they pulled me back in.
1: Uh, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss. Uh, this match ended with a count out. Alexa essentially just walking out and uh, taking the loss, but keeping her, her uh, championship at 11 minutes, 40 seconds.
2: Yeah, that was stupid. But I guess every now and then you can get away with that. So. Yeah,
1: well, it keeps the program. It, it It made sense for this just because they brought Sasha up as the number one contender with so little time left mm. that it was like, okay, at least this way we give it some time to breathe and we can make us care about this because at this point I didn't. Uh The Miz and Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. 11 minutes, 20 seconds. The Miz retains his title with uh, Maurice Axel and Bo Dallas. Thanks all at ringside.
2: Got a lot of help from the Tourage here. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, as you expect. And I pray to God this is done.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> that, we can keep doing Miz and... Let's move on
1: now, please.
2: Ambrose forever.
1: Uh, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns in an ambulance match. I kind of got lucky with this based on how they did it because Braun sidestepped the spear with the door open behind him and then closed the doors on Reigns, yep. who then came back out and uh, attacked Braun.
2: Yeah, you could tell that the, the WWE wanted Roman Reigns to kind of look like he went over in this match, but they also wanted Braun to get a win. On paper. Exactly.
1: Yes. Um. So he puts Braun Strowman in the back of the ambulance. Uh, gets in the driver's seat drives it to the back he is about to leave and then stops he uh, then begins to back up at high speeds and runs it into like one of those like track dad uh, I don't know tractor trailer yeah semi-trailer yeah. and uh, with the back end hitting first and then kind of falls out of it and Bron, Anyways, Braun is dead. As so they, they they have to call in the emergency services. They gotta get the jaws of life to pry this some bitch open to get Braun, who is in the back of this ambulance. They have to get him out of there. So while they're doing this, they have this impromptu matchup. And like to the point where they had the guys coming out, Heath Slater still taping his hand mm. as he's walking to the ring, being like, Oh, I guess I gotta go have this fight. It was him and Kurt Hawkins, which went two minutes and ten seconds. We didn't even see the finish of this. We saw maybe. Forty-five seconds of the match.
2: Yeah, the end. You heard the bell go while there was no cameras on them.
1: Right. The commentators didn't even say, "Oh, the match just ended." And yeah. You he's had to won. listen
2: to the ring announcer to even know who right. won that match.
1: Why did this happen? I
2: don't know. Because like, I think they wanted to make it feel like, "Oh, the show must the show goes on," but there's this crazy thing happening in the background. Like we would never, yeah. we would never delay the show for this. So even though it just seems to be like whatever they're. Whatever their plan is, because sometimes they will delay the show. Sometimes you just run that whole segment and then ring the bell for the next match. But they obviously wanted it to feel like he was stuck in there for a really long time. So Mm -hmm. that show had to keep going.
1: Yeah, it just seems like if you want to do the whole the show must go on, then why would you throw this impromptu match out there? This isn't part of the show that needs to go on.
2: I think because you also don't want to piss off everybody watching by taking focus away from the next match, which is very good.
1: True. Yeah. It just, yeah. Anyways, whatever. Uh, it was just very strange that they did that. Um, they finally get brawn out. He refuses to get medical treatment and uh, stumbles off like a drunk man.
2: Yeah, just disappears into the night.
1: Covered in blood. And Rubs we actually, some dirt on it. We had blood in the women's, the tag, because Matt Hardy busted himself open on a splash.
2: Yeah. Alexa Bliss cut her uh, mouth a little bit. What was the other one? Was it Wyatt and Rollins? Uh, it was no. was like a Cass and Amore? Maybe Cass and Amore. Well, this one, obviously. Or
1: was it no Ambrose, I think, had something in his mouth too, I think. It could have
2: been. A lot That's of, a, what it was. Lot of Anyways, a lot of leaks.
1: There was three matches before this, and then they had Braun in and what I assume was uh makeup blood as yep. he came out on his face, on his arms and That's stuff. True. So um yeah, I thought it was a it was a, it was a good angle.
2: Yeah, it might have been my favorite match of the night. It was
1: very attitude era esque mm-hmm. with the uh the explosion, which I like that they called that on Raw when they did the promo, which we'll talk about. Uh, Main event, obviously, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman and Samoa Joe. Six minutes, 25 seconds. Uh, You had Joe carry pretty much the entirety of this match Mm. with uh, them doing the pre-match ring announcements. Lesnar turns his back. Joe attacks him, puts him through a table immediately, and uh, throws him back in the ring. They start the match, and he was on top of him the whole time. Reversing uh,
2: co- a lot of F5s into coquina clutches. Yeah,
1: which, which is a <laughs> brilliant. It's the easiest transition ever. Yeah. Uh, he had it in several times, but not fully in, not to the point where he's on the ground with the legs wrapped, so they really sold that Lesnar was fighting to not you know, get down on the ground because that's where you're in no man's land. Uh, and then he eventually turned the coquina clutch into an F5 mm-hmm. and hit it and pinned him. One, yep. two, three.
2: One, two, three. Right there and then.
1: Which uh, which is, it was good. I didn't mind it. I, uh, I'm i not sure I'm crazy about the idea of Joe only taking one F5, but they went for the element of he hit it out of nowhere and it surprised him, so Yeah, uh, yeah that Joe was didn't
2: good. sell it for very long after the match either. He no. was up and angry, and so I think they were trying to give the whole vibe of, oh, Brock Lesnar escapes with one over Samoa Joe, but if they were going to do that, part of me does wish they wouldn't use the F5, had him like roll him up or something, but I guess that's just not a very Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah,
1: which is fine. And 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 Joe got the rub here big time yeah. by carrying this match, even though he attacked him from behind and stuff. He is the heel, so he's got to get heat. Got mm-hmm. um, a low blow in there too, so yeah. they
2: did a lot to make him look like the obvious heel. The
1: only thing I didn't like was that um, it felt like with this being as long as it was and with the ambulance match being essentially right before it, it felt kind of like this was just kind of brushed aside. Oh, right. Here's this last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which kind of sucked for me because it was like the build was so great. It was a match that I'd been looking forward to for so long. That and it was
2: the match that I like the whole pay-per-view. I was getting like hit with match after match where I was like, I don't care. Just get right. to the main event. Get to the main event.
1: Um, So it did. did and then, like it went on with like five minutes left in until the three hour mark. Mm-hmm. And so you knew it wasn't going to be super long. Just I don't know. It, it kind of sucked that it, it felt like it kind of took a little bit away from the main event, but sure. still, still good. And I don't necessarily know if they're done with Joe. I don't think they are yet, which is uh, a positive, I guess. So that was great. Balls of fire, better than I expected it to be. You call it like
2: average balls of fire.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad balls of fire. No, it was average. 5 out of 10. All right. Let's do Monday Night Raw. Turn that up. There we go. Toyota Center, Houston, Texas, where I believe Booker T is running for mayor.
2: Is that is it in Houston? I always I assumed so. it would be a like suburb.
1: Right, like what Glenn
2: Jacobs yeah. is doing. Yes. Oh, no, I think uh, he's
1: going for he's swinging for the fences.
2: Yeah. Good for it him. Gonna be good. <laughs> he's uh, uh, it? he's from Houston, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 Houston Hangover, that's a move that's he right. does. Yep. That's very true. Also, the Harlem Heat, though Harlem mm-hmm. is not in Texas.
1: Nope. Nope.
2: But. They uh they were black men, so that's Oh, okay. so they must only come from one place. Uh
1: speaking of which, um what's the other guy's name? Why am I blanking on this right now? Uh Brother T. <laughs> nope. No. No. Anyways, he was backstage. It'll come to me later and I'll I'll say it. Something Ray. Charles. Nope, that's a singer. Anyways, he was backstage and they actually worked him into a uh, an online video with uh, with the club, which was really cool. So Stevie R-R-R-Mano. Ray. Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray, is that right?
2: Stevie Ray Vaughn.
1: No, I'm second guessing myself. Anyways, uh, the show opened with Big Cass uh, addressing the WWE Universe about how happy he was to have beaten Enzo Amore the night before. He informed everyone that one day he would be the Universal Champion. He would main event WrestleMania. Bubba Ray. Uh, and then he would shove it all in his... Detractors faces, as he put it. Uh, He made a comment and showed clips of him uh, throwing Enzo uh, Gorilla press style from the inside of the ring to the outside and made a comment about throwing the trash out, which I thought was brilliant. Yes. Um, Jersey trash. And then he got into this whole thing of no one can look me in the eyes.
2: No one's as as big as as me.
1: No one's as big. Tall as I am. Oh,
2: one guy is.
1: And then the Big Show came out, and uh, they did, like, a weird brawl thing. Like, it wasn't a stereotypical trade punches, wrestling punches back and forth, and then he goes for the WMD or whatever they're calling Big Show's punch, and he rolls out. It was, like, a weird, like, okay, I did like that they kind of stood each other from about a foot away, and That that... Cass stepped into him, like stepped up yeah. to him, like I'm not afraid of you, and kind of got in his ear and was mouthing off a bit. But then, they, yeah, they did like a weird like grapple, tried to get a double leg takedown, and they kind of like threw each other around, and then right. and then he did the rollout of the ring. And anyways, it was weird, but it was weird. I think we all knew this, this was next what step was going to happen. I hope they address the whole big show. I don't know if I want to work on your show anymore, Angle thing, right? I hope they don't just pretend like that never happened. But knowing them and yes, how they book shows, a lot of
2: wrestling is pretending they stuff will didn't probably happen. Probably do that. So, uh,
1: Finn Balor defeated Elias Sampson. Uh, it was actually a pretty good match. Uh, he won it with the coup de grace. After the match, Matt and Jeff Hardy came out to congratulate Balor on the victory, and they did. There like, was a weird transition of like, Balor gets to the top of the ramp, his music's still playing, and the Hardys kind of came out. And as it hit the part where he puts his hands up, the Hardys did their own little V one and
2: something, something's happening.
1: Thing, <laughs> uh, and then the commentators like, "Yeah, Finn Balor, big fan of uh, of the Hardys, and they are of him too. Like
2: it was weird. What if Balor breaks the Hardys? Sure, yeah.
1: why not? When when he joins the club,
2: sure, just no, fucking break him so we can stop asking who's going to break him." <laughs>
1: Um, and then they hit the Hardys' music, and they come to the ring, and 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 so as they're going to the ring, Michael Cole in in vintage Michael Cole, yep, he says the Hardys in act- just 24 hours removed from their 30 minute Iron Man match, the Hardys in action tonight. He was not supposed to say that at all because we didn't know that they were in action until the match got set up later, which they made it seem like an impromptu match.
2: Ah, uh, yes, that's pretty dumb. <sighs>
1: He's done that many times in the past, and I hate it when he does it. But anyways, uh, they come back from commercial and they're cutting a promo um, in which they mentioned, uh, Jeff mentioned, maybe we should just fade away and classify ourselves as obsolete. Oh! And the crowd kind of went, oh, okay. And then Matt said, sure, we're uh, beaten, broken, or no, beaten, scarred and a little bit broken. Oh! Uh, was there another one in there? I think there was another one. Oh, he said wonderful or... Something along those lines. Do you
2: work in Lake of Reincarnation? No, nope, nope.
1: but I hope when they do this that that is a part of it.
2: Oh, for fuck's That's sake. That's the only one other
1: thing I need is the Lake of Reincarnation. Because if should. the WWE does it.
2: Yeah, think of the production values.
1: Right, because they own everything. Like They yeah. could do a they lot of They probably got stuff. their own lake.
2: <laughs> lake WWE and Vince McMahon's pool. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um, Gallows and Anderson uh, came out and uh, interrupted them. Uh, and called them nerds. As, and, as they do. <laughs> and Anderson has his wheeze laugh thing that he's doing, which kills me every time. <laughs> it's tremendous. Yeah. Uh, and then they have an impromptu match, which, as I said, we already knew was coming. Um, Club won following a magic killer on Matt. Um, after the match, uh, the revival came down to the ring and attacked the Hardys as well.
2: And all of a sudden, everything clicked in. To, oh, that's who's perfect to break the Hardies. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because I mean, younger team, the future, they're gonna be around yep. longer than any other team on there. Have a history
2: of injuring guys.
1: It gives them the rub. They can do an old school style of a beatdown where there is the moment of oh, he threw Matt or threw Matt into a truck and his head hit first. That's the moment where he broke.
2: Yeah. It's gotta be something where you just know that it was fucking that big and mm-hmm. then they gotta go away for like a month and a half.
1: And then they come back Yeah, you hear that piano. Yeah.
2: And, and people lose people their like, yeah, shit. Foosebumps. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. I hope that's what they do. That is, the, you're right. That yeah. is the two perfect guys. And maybe this is it. Maybe, like, maybe this was, because they really pushed the fact that, oh, they shouldn't be wrestling 30 minute or uh, 20, 24 hours removed from the 30-minute yeah. Iron Man match. And then they wrestle a match and they took, you know, a big boot to the head yeah. and then the Magic Killer and, oh, they shouldn't have even done that. And then also a beatdown.
2: Yeah. Maybe we don't see it? them for a while. I hope it's, I and hope if it's... they
1: can lock down that they have time then to talk with Anthem. And if they can come to a deal, then right.
2: I want that. I want it to be like, I don't want there to be any question when it happens that that was what did it. So for this, like, as soon as I'm at the point where like, I wonder if this is it. I wonder if this is what broke them. Mm. Then I'm like, they didn't break them good enough. That's... I want it to be like the moment where you're like, there it is. That's it's, it's and I think I think
1: <laughs> I think the better way to do that isn't even a physical thing. It's uh the Hardy's claw their way back to a title match. Mm. They, you know, we really want this. We want to tie the Dudley's record or beat the Dudley's record, whatever they kept pushing that they're one away from tying or beating the record. Yeah. We want it. We want to be the best tag team of all time as they've kind of which is their whole thing from the broken thing. Mm. And then the Revival screws them out of it at the last second again or something. And you see this look on Matt's face where he kind of, and then fucks him. Up. And that's <laughs> that's the moment where he breaks because his mentally he's been. How fucked do you
2: up. how do you feel about only Matt breaking first?
1: I mean, that's how they did it in yeah. uh, in TNA the first time, so I would have no problem. Because because
2: there, there is kind of the whole like, well, what are the odds that two guys break at the exact same time? Yeah, like if Matt breaks, him and Jeff go at it for a while. He breaks Jeff,
1: then they become a tag team, right? Then Jeff breaks free. Unbreaks. <laughs> repairs. Uh, okay. I see. Yeah, And then you can still do the singles runs for both of them. Gotcha. Because I think they do want to do another Jeff singles run.
2: Yeah, they got something with Jeff Hardy. Yeah,
1: they, they enjoy him. Well, fans really like him too, so. And it's do the they merch.
2: still? I think so. I feel like now fans really like Matt Hardy and don't give a shit well, about Jeff.
1: <laughs> yeah, with that character. Yeah. But if Jeff can still wrestle the way that he used to,
0: yeah. All right.
1: Um, where were we here? Miz, Maurice, and the Mistraws draws hosted the first ever Mizzy's Awards ceremony. The best supporting actor went to Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel. Uh, the next Mizzy went to Maurice for being the most beautiful, gorgeous, sexy lady, which Miz must have said at least 19 times in this promo.
2: How did two people win best supporting actor?
1: It was a tie, he said for the first time ever, it's a tie. Oh, okay, it's a tie. So history was made. Um, the final Mizzy category was the greatest man in WWE. And the winner was The Miz following a Dean Ambrose fake-out where he did the whole Grammys. or No, it wasn't the Grammys. It was the Academy Awards where they flipped it around and showed that it said the word The Miz. Mm. Uh, Miz then ran down Akira Tozawa, Seth Rollins, and the Hardy Boys for losing their great balls-of-fire matches the night before. Ambrose came out, attacked The Miz, but then the numbers caught up with him, at which point Rollins came out to Ambrose's aid and uh, cleared the ring.
2: Sure. So, so we still get a little bit of Ambrose and Miz.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it personally. Summer, uh,
2: SummerSlam pre-show. Yeah, Ambrose sure.
1: versus Miz. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey defeated Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Um, Bailey rolled Bliss up for uh, the surprise victory.
2: Okay, she's next up. Then she can't be next up. Sasha should still get to yeah. Shock.
1: Unless you're going to do another yeah, multi yeah. women match. Uh, backstage, Ambrose confronted Rollins and told him there wasn't going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion, adding that Rollins should stay out of his business and he'll stay out of Rollins' business. Good. It's not time. Squashing them rumors right it's away. not time. Uh, Goldust had another great promo from his director's chair backstage, promising to create the Shattered Truth Part
2: D. All right.
1: Goldust defeated our truth uh, He pinned him. With uh, the final cut, so which was, <laughs> oh, he barely got him flipped over for that <laughs> final cut. It was... Uh, <laughs> Those are two old men. <laughs> it was a little sketchy, but uh, no camera guy this time for, for his part two of his Hey, Cameron, you don't want to
2: go to the same gimmick twice. I guess. That's fair.
1: Uh, Kurt it's Angle. It's
2: supposed to be better. <laughs> Kurt
1: Angle came to the ring. They had been teasing all night. We're going to get a Braun Strowman update because that's the thing you left thinking about from the night before. We'll give you a Braun Strowman update later on tonight. Kurt Angle's going to update you later on tonight. They must have said it three times. Mm. And then Kurt Angle comes out and says, Last night, Braun Strowman refused all medical treatment. I don't know when he'll be back. But moving on, and then, like, it was literally 10, at, at most 10 seconds that he went on about it and then just moved it was so dumb i mean when a man
2: drunkenly stumbles out of the building (laughs) and you never see him what are you supposed to say
1: but what update is that we so you're telling us that there is no update why are you teasing us with an update if there is no update the update is well you saw last night so you know what's going on
2: we do that in news all the time (sighs) i guess like with the broken hearty thing that's true (laughs) that's a very good point (laughs) the news is there is no news Um
1: boom, 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 boom. He welcomed Brock Lesnar to the ring, told him they had ideas. Uh he had ideas for the Universal Championship title matches for SummerSlam. At which point, uh Paul Heyman laughed and said they were going to leave. Roman Reigns music hit. Um <laughs> and as I wrote here, the man responsible for the attempted murder of Braun Strowman came to the ring. That's true. Because that's pretty much what that was. Yeah. Uh, Angle told Reigns he had gone too far last night, to which Reigns told Angle he should thank him for handling Strowman since he didn't know how to, and Lesnar was never around to do so. Which I thought was a great line.
2: There's a lot of great lines in this.
1: Uh, He asked for a title match, to which uh, Paul Heyman immediately said, I love it, let's do it. And as he was talking, Lesnar grabs the microphone. Paul Heyman's uh, hand, and everyone immediately went. Okay, oh, here we go. The man's <laughs> gonna talk because it's one thing when you pre-tape him backstage. Yep. but you give that man a live
2: microphone, middle of the ring,
1: in front of a lot of people, yep. and he's gonna say something stupid. Paul, uh, <laughs> and that's exactly what we got. Um, where did he? Where were we here? Uh, 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 Lesnar responded, said he didn't deserve, and I quote. Shit. Yeah. You do not deserve shit. <laughs> to Can't which they, they say that. They, they censored it to their yeah. credit. Uh Paul Heyman immediately went, oh I'm boy,
2: <laughs> Oh boy. Even
1: Kurt Angle, who was doing the now, now boys, don't fight separating thing, yeah. which was funny in and of itself because right. he's about three feet shorter than both guys.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh even he had this like, okay, God, don't laugh. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't laugh at him swearing, holy shit, keep it together. Like it was. Fucking both their takes were so fucking brilliant. Uh, um, I don't know if Lesnar just if he's allowed to get away with this or if he just yeah. the man doesn't give a fuck. No, so it's probably he got fined. Maybe and a he little just bit of money. Care. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But it adds a realism to this, which is great. And he continued that on. Um, well, it's
2: not as bad as someone dropping an N bomb on a well, live mic. That's true. Which was not censored. Which.
1: How do you not censor the N-bomb twice but Maybe you do did, censor shit?
2: Maybe he didn't like it was very run together and slangy, and maybe the guy censoring it is just like, what's he even saying? It's
1: true. It's just it's some very, very white guy that yeah. just doesn't even what is he? What is beat, that? beat his ass. What why why? why? Should why I you?
2: should I censor ass? <laughs> oh, it's already ah. too late. <laughs> what was the word in the middle? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, uh, Samoa Joe comes out uh, immediately gets right in Lesnar's face um, he says if anyone deserves a shot at that title it should be me and then he looks at Reigns and says and you've never even beaten me so go away or whatever mm-hmm. uh, to which Paul Heyman then again grabs the mic trying <laughs> trying to save Lesnar wrestles it away from Brock Lesnar <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he oh, Heyman cut a great oh, little yeah. mini this promo because of the whole choking him out and now that Lesnar's there, he's kind of like standing behind Lesnar. Yeah. But being like, you will All never see this man again. You blew your chance. You had it. You yeah. pissed it away. You will never see this title again. Yeah. Uh, and like pissed off. He looked like he was so angry and passionate about it. It was brilliant little promo from, uh, from Heyman.
2: You know, only said that about Reigns, right?
1: No, he was saying that to Joe.
2: Because he uh. wanted,
1: Heyman wanted Reigns. Remember, he immediately said, that sounds like a great idea. And then Lesnar went, right. no, okay. you don't deserve gotcha. shit. Yeah, Couldn't
0: And then he said that he said it
1: to. to Joe because Joe had choked him out and that right. was the previous history. Um, Angle interrupted everyone and said that Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns will face each other next week in a number one contenders match, the winner of which will go on to face Lesnar at SummerSlam. There was also a moment uh, where uh, after Heyman had said his thing, uh, Joe got on the mic and said, see... There's your, there's your guy. He's trying to protect you from me. And Lesnar, I don't know if he legitimately got hot. It, it If he didn't, this is the best, like, selling he's acting. done in his yeah. entire career. Because he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, flipped the switch where he got right in Joe's face mm-hmm. and, like, pushed him with his head and was screaming. And the mic was there so you could still pick up. It was so real mm-hmm. that it, like, got my adrenaline going just watching it. Where I'm like, Dead. oh, fuck, Yeah. Let's do this. Like, this segment was
2: Literally,
1: brilliant. Yeah. One of the best segments on Raw that I've seen in forever mm. that I can think of. I can't, I honestly can't think of something that I've enjoyed more since we started doing this podcast on a Raw than that. It oh, was wow. so high praise. So good. I loved it. And it sold me on the idea of maybe next week there's some sort of fuckery. Lesnar comes out and. Uh, Close lines them match, both at the same time or something, and then you Summer get it, which, consider me sold on it already. Yep,
2: I would do that. That's a uh, main event worthy of SummerSlam.
1: And it keeps the one-on-one with, Les- or with Lesnar and Reigns for another time, which they seem to want to do. Mm. Um, WrestleMania. And if they were thinking him and Reigns one-on-one, maybe this segment changed their mind. Maybe the reaction to Joe at Great Balls of Fire changed their mind. I'm hoping something changes their minds, that they don't just go <laughs> back down the the roster. I want to see. Yeah, that fired me up. I was so fucking stoked on that segment. Uh, immediately after, Corey Graves receives another text message on his phone. He leaves the broadcast booth. Uh, he met up with Kurt Angle backstage, who said he would lose his family over this mystery information. And then he has to go public with it next week.
2: Mm. Here we go. He What's says, it going to uh, be? He
1: says, I could lose my job. I could lose my family. I could lose everything. And Graves kind of gave him the, no, I think you'll be fine. And then he goes, really? And Graves just kind of looks down, yeah. which was a great thing. So, um, wait, hey, next week, this is. Something big's going to happen. We're getting something next week. You we got a little tidbit later on as well. Uh, Tozawa and Cedric Alexander defeated Neville and Noam Dar. Didn't even watch it, to be honest. All right. So, got nothing to say about that. Uh, Charlie interviewed Seth Rollins, who called her Charles at one point. I love when people do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, said he wasn't trying to help Ambrose, but he just wanted to shut the Miz up. Bray Wyatt then cut a promo and said that he was coming for Rollins again. Uh, they had a rematch of the night before, the old Brandon Lynch special.
2: Yes, I love it.
1: Uh, after a long back-and-forth match, it uh, came to a close when Wyatt headbutted Rollins you know, onto his injured eye. Followed it up with the Sister Abigail, which Rollins sold the hell out nope. of. It was like an RVD DDT cell nope. of the Sister Wyatt. The
2: full plan. In the which, full plant.
1: In, yeah, and then flipped over yep. as well. Like, it was the greatest sell I've ever seen for this move. I uh, loved that. And then after the match, Wyatt disappeared with the lights, and then Miz, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel came through the cro- crowd. Uh, they were going to attack Rollins. As he was getting attacked, Dean Ambrose ran in with a steel chair and made the save. And there was a split second, a split second, where Rollins was in the background and Ambrose had the chair in his hand. And I thought, oh, God, this is it. This is it. They're going to turn Ambrose heel and he's going to do the same thing Seth did to him and turn around and crack him with it. Yep. But he didn't.
2: No. So. Didn't even really tease it. Nope. It not was at just, all. It was because just Rollins
1: it. was on his ass the right. whole time. If he have stood up, then I would have been like, oh, 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 But it didn't happen. Um. After uh, that match... Uh, we go backstage. Kurt Angle is on his cell phone as he loves to do, apparently, uh-huh. uh, talking to somebody, and says, "Why don't you come with me next week? We'll do this together. I love you." And that's
2: how the show went off the air. A mystery lover.
1: Yes. There's uh, there's a lot of a lot of ways this could go. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't have a sniff on this really one way or another. I have a have an idea of what I would like to see, Steph. Uh, Yeah, I think that would be the way to go is that she somehow tricked him into doing this and then she'll, I don't know. I think it's going to somehow wind up Angle and Triple H. I don't know if it's at SummerSlam. I don't know if it's at Survivor Series, but that's going to happen. And somehow Graves is factored into this as the authorities' choice to replace Angle when he is in this match, which I assume the stip will be if you lose, you're out. Sure. You'll get fired. And then Graves will be the new guy.
2: Sure. Maybe. That makes sense. Graves could totally do that job very, very well.
1: And it, as I was saying to you too, it ties in perfectly with Triple H's on-screen character of playing favoritism to NXT people with that whole Joe, mm. uh, Kevin Owens, I created these people, they're mine, they're loyal to me sort right. of thing. So Graves would fit into that quite well, I think. So
2: Hear me out. For my pick for the who it is, Dixie okay. Carter.
1: <laughs> well, she was in the angle twenty four seven, which I still haven't watched yet.
2: That's so what you told me that, and I was like, "What if?"
1: <laughs> Good God, she was never great on screen, but it
2: It'd get would, people it talking.
1: Would, it would be something. It would definitely be something. They also used uh, uh, Kurt's then wife on TNA, who is now Jeff Jarrett's wife in a weird. Twist. Sure. Um life is weird.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I don't know. What if it's what if it's a dude?
2: Did he not say a girl? He just said he I said, love you. He said I love you. That's okay. all he
1: said. So it doesn't mean romantically.
2: No. Maybe it's his bro- Maybe it's his murder brother. Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be a dark twist. <laughs> I don't know. I I will Maybe say Maybe it's Kane. <laughs> that's always a good pick. I I will say it's I'm I'm very interested in it. I'm looking forward to next week.
2: Yeah, big like wrestling drama secrets are still the best. Yep. Like they still like when I'm at work or doing whatever I'm doing on Monday before Raw and I'm just getting ready to get home I'm, I'm like, "Oh, Raw's on tonight." And then I'm like, "Oh shit, this is the one We're where we the, figure out the thing." Yeah,
1: the old the old who done it was good with the cast. Yep. And now we're getting a mystery, just Lumber. a mystery, yeah. Or someone who he or loves. a person, family yes. member of some ilk. Uh, studs and duds.
2: Ooh, my stud. Yeah, it, it, uh, the same, the same as Lesnar yours. Segment. Yeah, <laughs> it was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dud uh, will be the, the rematch of sure. just having the rematch and not that's really it. having anything that really made me think like, oh, that's why they had that again.
1: Bray Wyatt with another win, though. That's yeah. not necessarily a dud, sure. but it's just dumb that they would have the it rematch. It almost makes
2: more sense to have the rematch if Seth Rollins wins, though, because then you're like, oh, okay, they're they're yeah. trying to just keep the momentum going for this Rollins program. Rollins
1: won when he didn't cheat. Right. Um, but, yeah, but, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I will give my dud two. I thought
2: the women's tag match wasn't anything special. Sure. That's fair. Um, it certainly wasn't. So,
1: Yeah, that's what I'll give it to. All right, let's do SmackDown.
2: sounds like Crash Bandicoot music when I do it like that.
1: <laughs> That's kind of, actually. Uh, AT&T Center, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the show opened with a recap of AJ Styles winning the United States Championship from Kevin Owens at Madison Square Garden on Friday. Uh, the uh, Styles came to the ring and said the title has gotten an upgrade, and he is reinstating the United States Open Challenge. He challenged any superstar in the back, and the Open Challenge start right he was so slow so like i get you want to build anticipation i get that but like there's a way to do that and then there's a way to take an extra 15 seconds while doing that and And aj did the latter if
2: you're an entire like show production um you i think you put that delay either on his his speaking Mm -hmm. like they tried to unsuccessfully because it sounded stupid or on the before the music hits but I didn't like that they put it on both. Yeah, like if he was gonna be like starts right now, and then it's just yeah, it's, that would have been great. Yes. Or if it was like starts right now, and then then you put the anticipation delay before who's it gonna be who's it gonna be who's yeah. gonna
1: be yeah.
2: But yeah, was this tough. was just like oh, it feels like it's been seventeen minutes since I found out that yep. this was going to happen, and I still don't know who is going to wrestle.
1: I uh, I liked that it was Cena. That was, Me that too. was cool. Yeah. He was the first one to come out and do
2: it. Because he, he made it a thing. He made it the thing it is now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out and cut a little promo and did the whole, I just want to make sure you know what you just said. Yep. Uh, you do? Okay, well, then I accept. Let's do this. And then they do the ring announcements, and the ref's about to ring the bell, and then uh, Kevin Owens comes out. And uh, he thought about getting in the ring. Um, no, sorry. Cena said, if Owens thought about getting in the ring... He would run through him, and then he would run through AJ Styles. Just then, Rusev appeared and tackled Cena, while Owens hit Styles with a pop-up powerbomb. Rusev locked Cena in the accolade, and the two men posed over their opponents, and a Teddy Long spun in his grave.
2: Yes, that's right. He's alive. (laughs) Uh, His grave may be spinning, but he is still walking the earth. mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Ty Dillinger got his first match in what feels like since his
2: debut. Yep, it was against the champ.
1: That's, that's right. Big match. Yeah. Big match tie, they call him. Uh, <laughs> Jinder picks up the win in a non-title match, obviously. Uh, he hit him with the uh, Colossus and got the pin. don't af- that what that's called? Yep. Gotcha. Uh, after the match, Mahal said he would bring hell to Randy Orton next week because he's bringing the Punjabi prison to SmackDown Live. It's going to be there. So we're going to have a... We have a look at it I somewhere guess. like
2: the production cost, guys. Just like fuck, oh, for fuck's sake, we gotta take that thing twice.
1: <laughs> fucking put it up and take it down. They're not even gonna fucking wrestle in the goddamn thing.
2: Call Punjabi, we need their cage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> just sitting in a field somewhere yeah. with like trees growing in it and shit.
2: Everyone's like, what is this? God it's like, it. God, the fucking Americans <laughs> want to fight in it every now and then, but then they it's, want it to go away for a long time. It's got
1: time. a tag on it that says property of great colleagues. <laughs> so we don't touch it because who knows where he is. <laughs> um... Winder
2: Mahal. The man has been winning. That's right.
1: Xavier Woods defeated Jay Uso. Uh, Woods picked up the pinfall after hitting a springboard elbow on Uso who was draped on the second rope. Seemed to be pushing um, Woods as, uh, or seemed to push Woods as a very good in-ring wrestler based on this match. That technical. Like, when he came out of this with the win, they said, ah, hopefully he can hit that on blah, 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 at the battleground. Yeah. Meaning that I guess he is for sure going to be wrestling in that match, which is, I guess, one One, thing that they don't usually do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it just, I don't know that I got it. Maybe it just, I just happened to notice it and thought too much about it, but it seemed like they pushed him a little bit more.
2: Well, I guess Big E would be like the guy to push because Kofi's older, but I've been long been thinking like Xavier Woods has a career there if they treat him right. Even when all this is done, like this new day stuff is done. Um,
1: And the thing is when they do break up, any one of the three can be the heel that splits, right? That's I, the almost, of it.
2: I almost think uh, Big E is like the worst heel of the three at this point because yeah. I think the people want to love Big E more than they want to love the other two. Mm-hmm.
1: At which point I think I would just prefer Xavier. Be the heel? To have Kofi can still kind of stick with with Big E for a while yeah. until they eventually split. Sure. Um just because then you get Big E as the baby face and Xavier is...
2: And Xavier Woods in. makes sense as the heel, as like the small conniving guy who is the least one you would expect. And you, you and know then... what?
1: That evil video game style music that we wanted for TJP? That might be his. We'll get it, I bet you. That's right. We'll get it. Uh, a scheduled match between Baron Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura never took place. Nakamura jumped Corbin and the two men brawled into the crowd until they were separated by officials afterwards. Nakamura challenged Corbin to get in the ring, but Corbin opted to instead leave.
2: Okay, that's an option you can you can do.
1: Uh, this was after uh, Corbin attacked Nakamura when he was doing a backstage interview last week. Gotcha. Uh, Natalia and Tamina Snuka defeated Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Lana came to ringside and distracted Charlotte, uh, Charlotte, rather, allowing Natalia to make the tag and play possum when Charlotte went for the figure eight. Tamina super kicked and... Pinned her.
2: What? Tamina won a match. It's a big win. Holy
1: shit! Big win, Tamina. I'd like somebody to put a win loss record, a la Bray Wyatt, for Tamina. It's like six, career.
2: six and three hundred and four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the woman has not won a lot. Although she, I think she did win a title at some point. Only what? one. Only one. Well, it was Divas. The titles. Divas one. Yes. Um. I didn't write it down which is very strange probably because I was laughing too hard mm-hmm. uh but I think it was here where they did the uh the um what are they called
2: Oh fuck. the Fashion yes. File Yes fuck it's been a long day I apologize That's
1: right Uh yeah they did another Flash and Files where they uh he was riding a, like a toy horse like a, the horse head on the yep. stick and, and uh it was Fandango and he told Breeze to surprise him once he had him distracted enough and he goes up and talks to Zach Ryder and <laughs> Tyler Breeze just kind of ran in there and tried to scare him like immediately, like it wasn't even like a, I'm going to talk to you and distract you for a minute or two. It was like, yeah. I'm going to say three words. Okay, now. And then he jumped in. It was brilliant. I really loved it. And then they did, um, uh, Mojo Raleigh came up. They kind of teased a little bit more dissension between uh, him and Ryder where Ryder said, speaking of Shady. What about that thing last week where you threw me out of the ring? And uh Mojo said, "Oh, you're still going on about this." It was every man for himself, blah blah. blah. So I think they're they're teasing, butting of heads for that team. Um, but they both admitted that it was not them that attacked, because that's what that's what the fashion police are still trying to figure out is right. who attacked them. So gotcha. they admitted that it was not them. And there was a tease at the end for ah, uh, they did like a like. Coming up next week, style okay,
2: like an episodic, and they teased
1: in. the. Oh, it was because they both decided. Well, then it must have been aliens, and Fandango said aliens, and and Tyler Breeze said horses. I don't remember what he said, but yeah. and then they flipped horses, aliens, alien horses, and then it cut into the Fashion X yeah. files with the music in the background, which is actually a very good transition. So they continue to make me laugh. They have not burned on me as a person who usually does not like the style of backstage segments. segments. That's good. I'm still 100% in on these, and they make me laugh every time. Uh, Main event, John Cena and AJ Styles defeated Kevin Owens and Rusev. Styles hit a Pele kick on Owens, and then Cena delivered the AA and pinned Owens. After the match, Cena and Styles had a bit of a stare down. For Cena raised Styles' hand and the two posed for the crowd as the show went off the air.
2: Yep. Keep those two hot. I that is actually a match I'd watch again. So Sure. Uh studs and duds. Ooh, as a man who only watched half the show, mm-hmm. I will give my stud to let's give it to John Cena. Sure. Uh for his uh little bit of mic time at the beginning of the show. Okay. Uh, let's give my dud to the, where, uh, Ty Dillinger has ended up at this point.
1: Sure. That's very fair because they have booked him into oblivion. Uh, I will give my stud to, uh, what did I really, really like? Um, yeah, that's probably what I'll give it to. Honorable mention I'll give to, uh, Carmella in the backstage segment, which we didn't even talk about. Um... I mean, it was very, very brief, but she brought in, like, a letter from her attorney mm-hmm. to Shane who says, you need to reinstate uh, Ellsworth, and here's the letter from my attorney, and he ripped it up, and she did this, like, total little girl brat mm-hmm. scream thing and then stormed off. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant.
2: You're into so. the scream. Yeah, it was good. Good.
1: I like, I like screamers.
2: Ha-ha. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> ha uh, My dud will be, um... AJ Styles talking slowly. Yeah. Which isn't the end of the world.
2: but Just wasn't a very that's low what I'll point SmackDown. For. Yes.
1: All right. Well, there's your week of wrestling programming because we don't watch 205 Live. And as we said, NXT is tonight. So yep. just going to skip over all of that. And we'll go to the emails. We've got two of them tonight. Um, first one from Nova Punk. Hey, Satpod. Just wanted to say that I thought Great Balls of Fire was a good pay-per-view even with the silly name. Good balls of fire. Did you notice on uh, on Raw that they specifically indicated that this would be returning? People, assu- I assume just because people were like, okay, thank God. We got it out of the way. Let's hope they don't it's do like it It's like a again. troll job. They're and just like, the-
2: can't wait for great balls of fire Kurt next Angle. year. <laughs> I swear, Kurt
1: Angle said, we're already looking forward to next year's event or something like that. It's like, oh, you fucking dick. Yeah. You asshole. Um. Just wanted to say that I thought. Oh, he said that already. Congrats to Warren on winning his first Sapod Picks Championship.
2: Woo! Keeping it at home.
1: Now the questions. That is true. It is a very easy transition where yeah. either one of us wins, it just stays in in the three one six.
2: Think of the dynasty we to right. build. God bless it.
1: Also, uh, game time art. We're gonna. We need some updated stats as far as title runs and length because I think you probably came close to Scotty's.
2: Yeah. So I. I don't but think. I don't. Scotty had
1: fewer defenses.
2: No, I think we had the same amount of defenses, hmm. uh, but Scotty's pay per views were further apart. So I ah, bet you okay. he has a total longer reign. Um, but I
1: bet you you were close though. Yeah, I think that he was around forty some days. Yeah. So I think you would have been pretty close because I,
2: I I got it at Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. and then I retained it at Money in the Bank. Uh, whereas Scotty got it at the very first one we did. Extreme no, no. backlash maybe.
1: Is that the first one? Yeah.
2: And then would have retained it on whatever the fuck was after that. I don't even know. Payback? That is very possible. Yeah. They all fucking blend together this That's time true. of year. Yes, they do. Especially when there's fucking two a month.
1: Yep. Uh, now the questions. Do you guys think WWE shouldn't have ended Charlotte's pay-per-view streak?
2: Um, I kind of forgot that they had. I kind of forgot that was a thing. When did that end?
1: Uh, poorly is all I remember that it wasn't yeah. the way that it should have been. Uh, was Bailey winning the title? Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Her yeah first it was. title win was, or nobody saw it coming, and it was like, oh fuck, really? This is it? This is yeah. how you're doing this? But
2: yeah, you only get those kind of streaks once. Those it would've never it, been. So uh,
1: yeah, I don't. You had to end it at some point. You mm. gotta give that rub to somebody. So I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think they shouldn't have ended it. Right. By any means, I think they should have ended it better than they did. Mm. But I don't think it should have gone on forever by any means. Uh, how do you guys feel about Jinder as WWE champ now that we are a few months in?
2: Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm struggling just watching wrestling as a whole right now. I don't want to fault any one wrestler, but Jinder just so personifies for me the whole, like, yeah, this is okay. I'm not into it the way I'm into a lot of wrestling, but he, he's there. He's not offending me actively. Like, it is very much, I turn on SmackDown and he's the champ and I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate it. I don't need to watch this. If I fall asleep halfway through this, I'm not going to watch it in the morning.
1: <laughs> it it seems like every week when he comes out, there's more and more fans that um I don't want to say pop, but there's there's a there's a buzz when he comes out. There's sure energy that whether they like him or dislike him, they actually are interested in seeing him mm-hmm. at least. I think he's his promos have gotten better because that was my one knock again. I was in favor of this from the very start. Yeah. Um, but the one knock I had against him was that his promos were a little—he was quiet and he just didn't seem passionate about it. And I think yeah. he's gotten better at the promos. Sure. Um, I think this next match will be a big test, just to see him in a gimmick match and yeah. see.
2: I haven't he... liked any of his matches that he's been in. Like I have, yeah. and I'm not saying like I don't like. Like I thought they were bad. They've all been pretty it's... bland, though. Yeah, it's just like some guy, like Brock Lesnar. Love him or hate him, whenever there's a Brock Lesnar match. I go into it being like, this is going to be fucking
1: something. You're going to see w- at least one thing. Yeah, that you're, that like, you're just like, shit. oh, shit. And what, what the fuck was that?
2: When AJ Styles <laughs> was the champion, yep. you're like, he's going to close every show with an above-average match, maybe a match-of-the-year candidate. Even when John Cena was champion, yeah, headlining shows, I was like, if he's working with a good worker, I, this could be a very good match. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Jinder, it's just like... I hope they have something better than the WWE Championship match to close the pay-per-view out with. A lot of that, too. And I'm not
1: saying it's entirely—I'm not taking any of the blame off of gender because you're right. The matches have been pretty bland. But it's also been Randy Orton, who kind of suffers that same thing throughout his career. was always kind of, okay, same process, same process. Occasionally, Mm -hmm. you'd get a really cool RKO. Yeah. And that would be your one thing that you're like, okay, yeah, that that was kind of a cool spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe once he gets past him, if you put him in there with an AJ Styles, I'm maybe sure they can make really great cool. things happen. Uh, you put him in there with a John Cena, which I think is the direction they're headed for for SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, then maybe you get, you know, something better. It it'll be interesting to have something to compare it to because all we've right. really seen in big matches with him in this spot is Randy Orton. Right. So you give him a Cena, you give him somebody else. It'll at least you can compare it. And,
2: and it's tough for me who I've had trouble watching SmackDown lately. Uh, Raw not as much, but it's it, it's tough to draw. Like is am I am I not liking SmackDown because of gender, or am I not really getting into gender just because I haven't been liking SmackDown? Like maybe it's not him at all. Sure. Maybe it's just like mm-hmm. oh that Tuesday show it feels it's like it's point. been kind of worse. And then I see gender come out and I'm like I don't really care about you or your show.
1: Yeah. So. Um, did Scotty spoil the pay-per-view on the weekend? No, Thanks, Nova.
2: He's very fucking careful. We, we made, fucking made a lot of fun of him, so.
1: Yeah, from the very get-go, I told him. I was like, yep, you can come over, but you know the fucking rules. You know yep. what not to do now.
2: You're here to fucking carry air conditioning and up right, the stairs. Right
1: before we started, he admitted that he had already been on Twitter and was keeping up, which I don't know why he does that. No. That's the dumbest fucking thing. But anyways, it's his own world. He can do whatever he wants. But I said, if you if you are going to say something, all I ask is that you just think about what you're about to say before yeah. you say it.
2: Like, go through this sentence.
1: Yes. Because he had, the man has
2: not much of a filter.
1: That's what happened the last time, was yeah. that he said, oh, yeah, this guy said that your, uh, your picks were perfect. So that's good. And then you could see that moment of him realizing, oh, fuck, I just spoiled everything.
2: Yeah. Brandon knows Because he's picks. not directly he spoiling. Picks. Yeah. He just hadn't. Yeah, he didn't go out there maliciously and be like, I'm going to ruin this show. No. He just needs to take some time and think about what he's saying. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: Yes. No, he made it, which was good. It was very nice. Uh, We got a next email from Simon. Subject line, the Mustard Tiger's thoughts on WWE. Hey, Sad Pod, it's your friend, the Mustard Tiger. First time in a long time. Uh, Still listening to the show and bang out two to three episodes at once a month. Wow, Jesus. That is... That is commitment, my friend.
2: Hopefully this one's near the
1: beginning and not near the end, because you're <laughs>
2: probably fatiguing pretty good right now.
1: Uh, my first question is, do you think King of the Ring should return?
2: Yeah, I love King of the Ring, but it should be a pay-per-view, and it should be a big deal, and it should that... it should not be like, I don't know, over the next two weeks of television, we're going to crown... A... No, no,
1: yeah, it should be how it originally was. Yeah, It's that... Way to propel a guy up the card. Yeah, Give and him a title shot. It should be on the Raw side, and that is their version of the Money in the Bank, now that Money in the Bank is on SmackDown.
2: Sure. You can do you,
1: that. You win the King of the Ring tournament, you get a, a title shot. Maybe not that you can cash in in that right. style, but it's the same concept right. of somebody who used who's... to be
2: SummerSlam. It, right. You did years of, like, consistently, you, get you get a win shot King SummerSlam. of the Ring, yep. you get the shot at SummerSlam.
1: Yep. So maybe you do that for Survivor Series. Sure. Or the rumble or mm. you know whatever right. but that's what they should use it as on raw so yes the i would to- yes.
2: i would totally take king of the ring tournament like down in that november december where some of those pay-per-views are not sure. great yeah uh take that leading up to the rumble fuck yeah yeah
1: i mean uh the only problem with it though is that i mean they're not as deep as they once were. So you're going to have some matches where like you're going to have to spread it a little thin where you're going to have a really good guy against uh, well, and Kalisto.
2: Like how they used to do it. I don't mind like the first few rounds of being on TV. Mm-hmm. I like Just the how that semifinal- bracket is set up. Yeah, the semifinals and the finals used to always be on King of the Ring. It was always you'd have your, your Rob Van Dam versus Test and your yep. Brock Lesnar versus, I don't know, a Hardy Boy. I don't know who the fuck what <laughs> What it was all doing, but right, yeah, uh, and the, and they'd go off the beginning of the show, and then at the end of the show they'd they'd wrestle each other, and that mm-hmm. was your King of the Ring champion. Yeah, that might have been all wrong. What I just said. that's okay. Raw Van Dam was in it though.
1: Yep, he was in. It so so was Test. Brock Lesnar.
2: Raw Van Dam, Test, and Brock Lesnar were the final four yeah, in that. Yeah. I don't remember who wrestled who uh, <laughs> or who the fourth guy was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Second question: The Mustard Tiger wants to know final prediction. Where is this storyline going with Kurt Angle? Uh, we gave our discussed it. Our yeah. answers: Ixie um, Carter, safe bet. He's sleeping with Steph. Yeah. Uh Steph reveals it to all have been a ploy. Yeah. Um, she made a mistake. Triple H is angry about it. He wants to fight Kurt Angle. They fight. Kurt loses the match and his job. Corey Graves becomes GM. That's my
2: booking. So so, so I don't know. It's, so it's, it's a little clear. It's a little yeah. loose with the Stephanie
1: and Triple H thing. <laughs> right. It like, like, has why? to be all some master plan where
2: because they want to get Kurt Angle out, yeah. So then you can't reveal that Steph was in on it until after it's done.
1: After yes, okay.
2: yes, yes. And I don't even know why you would at that point if you're if you're them. Logically. Unless it's
1: unless it's like yeah. So now Triple H is angry at Kurt for betraying him as a friend, yep. But he's also angry at Stephanie for cheating on him.
2: Okay, so now it's not a master plan. But
1: then, but after, then,
2: afterwards, then
1: Stephanie and Triple H come together and like, "Ha, got you!" My wife this. slept with a guy, but I don't give a fuck because he's gone.
2: Because it's all part of it's the. It's maybe plan.
1: not the best, but I it's, don't know about it's, any it's, of it's, this. <laughs> it's a loose idea. There's some good eyed parts of it that you could maybe run with. Uh, the question after my Katie second, Vic. <laughs> the question after my second question is: Which athlete on the roster? You think would excel in the main event scene, uh personally, I assume he means the NXT roster. Uh, personally, I think Alistair Black would be terrific. Absolutely. You could put yeah. him on Raw this week. Yeah. And put him in the main <laughs> event and would. I would be all over it.
2: Yeah. Me and Warren have talked like pretty much every time we've seen him, and even when we haven't seen him, about how it feels he feels like maybe the next guy that the WWE will put the time because you can always tell by that entrance. Yeah, you can tell by the entrance. Oh, yeah. You can tell by the, the the look and the feel of everything, and how they're booking them in the matches. The guys that the WWE identify early as being like, "What if we just put the rocket on this guy?" Mm-hmm. And he is definitely one of them.
1: Um, I mean, Bobby Roode is going to have yeah. a good run on the main roster. I hope. Yeah. When that happens, um, I wonder about Drew McIntyre. I haven't seen enough from him on no, NXT I mean, to really make me think. Oh, yeah, he really is way better. I think
2: Bobby. I know Roode- he is, but. Bobby Roode's gonna be, I think, a lot like Kevin Owens when he gets up. Yeah. Like I think he's going to be the guy that floats around between mid and main event, and you can just always lean on him to be like, no, we're gonna make you be the champion for a little while Mm -hmm. and just be a dick to everyone. Yep. Whether it's United States champion, the WWE champion, Universal, whatever. I think he
1: again, I don't wanna harp on the same thing again and again, but he fits that Triple H mold perfectly of being Triple H's guy again. So uh, anybody else on there? I, I do really like what they have begun or have have been doing with um Almas. That yep, character sure. is really cool. And That's it's somebody pick. that I did not give a fuck about yep. when he was a face. Even when he first became a heel, it was still kind of like, yeah, okay, now you're just a bad guy. You're not, you know. But I like this whole, like, I'm a party guy, and I wrestling is priority I have, number nine on my list. And
2: I have just personal issues coming out the ass like it's a, it's that I'm cool airing character. out on TV. It's kind of like another
1: Mexican wrestler who has personal issues. I can't. <clears throat> uh, my final question. A WWE pay-per-view is coming to your town, and Vince McMahon wants to put you on the kickoff panel. But uh-huh. the panel must be made up of one Satpod host, uh, examples, Warren Brando Boar, Scotty. Thank you. Thank you. And one local wrestler, example, Colton Kelly MRB. And one Satpod contributor, example, Duncan Novapunk Game Time Art. With anticipation, the mustard tiger.
2: Ooh, I would do you and Colton Kelly. Okay. Um, contributor.
1: It's tough because, I mean, an email is one thing. To write an email is one thing. Yeah. To to, to speak, yeah. To just to, to to broadcast.
2: How long did you one's voice? How long did you work on that <laughs> witty joke you gave us? Did you was it off the cuff right. or was you, you been did you sit that? there for a long time <laughs> writing that? Um, whew, that's um, tough. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like even being on this side of the computer, I get less of a sense of the emailers mm-hmm. than you that's probably true. have when you see the names and everything. That's true.
1: Um, I've always liked Ty Loney. Ty, Ty's a good pick. Um, I think I'd probably go with Duncan. Yeah, i I don't would... know if he ever did do it. There was talk of him doing a radio show. Yeah, he's so been if he with did us. It, then he would at least have some sort of broadcasting experience.
2: Yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've had him on since the... the day one-ish. Tank days or the Talking Reckless yeah, days. So. Day one-ish. He is day one-ish.
1: Um... I think I would pick Boris um
2: for your sat pod.
1: Yeah. Host, yeah. And I would pick uh, um
2: local Sheik. wrestler. Yeah,
1: Sheik would be really Any good. Sheik Actually there? no. No. Andy Anderson is who I would.
2: Okay. Pick yep. Boris and Andy Anderson would be they good. They would
1: be really good. And that was
2: that's what we both did is that they, Boris and Andy Anderson be good together. Mm-hmm. And that's why I put you and Cole and Kelly cuz you guys would be good. I think Scotty would might be too high. Yeah. <laughs> Um, It would be
1: entertaining. The The ratings would be massive. That's right. This guy's baked. (laughs) He's gonna puke. (laughs) Uh,
2: And I think in terms of me not going, I just think I don't have any chemistry with our emailers on a a face-to-face basis or with any uh, indie wrestlers except for Colton Kelly and even him. I don't see nearly as much as you guys. That's fair. I think I'll just stay and watch.
1: I would be happy to watch as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Primarily because I would be doing commentary on the show, so that's right. I don't and need to be the kickoff. I would
2: be the directing the photography. You would
1: definitely not be wrestling as the Silver Standard, though, because that's, that's not you. Not so. me. That's not me. That's good.
2: I'll be keeping an eye on him, though. <laughs> All right, vested interest <laughs> in his success.
1: <laughs> Sapod316yahoo.com. If you would like to send us an email, like those two fine folks did, um, that is the podcast in an hour and a half we done good. Would you like to pick a pay-per-view, Brando? I almost called you Boris.
2: I could pick a pay-per-view. King of the Ring, mm-hmm. 2002. I think we've done that one. Yeah, I, I, we've probably done every pay-per-view from 2002, because you've probably asked me 12 times, and I've probably given you a different 2002 yeah, one every we've time. have definitely done that one. Oh, King of the Ring, 2001.
1: Uh, there is none.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, the worst. The worst. I
1: had one, I had one picked out the week going like last week, and then realized that we had to play the Great Balls of Fire, which was a heart wrenching moment. The yeah, realization for me, very good, but I don't remember what it was because it was one that we had never even gone into any of those pay per views. But I don't remember what it was. Uh,
2: Great American Bash 2004.
1: Have been as a matter of fact, it probably was. Let's just hope that you know how when you click something on uh on like the Wikipedia's that it stays a different color, yes. So I'm hoping that that happens, but it didn't. Let's do uh let's do Great American Bash, see what that is. Which would you said 2004? That's um. There's no song.
2: Breaking 2011.
1: Ooh, ooh. ooh.
2: Is that is that a year that happened? Oops. Breaking Point. Um.
1: The first one was two thousand
2: and nine. Was there an eleven? Um. Probably only nine and ten.
1: I don't. It doesn't say. Two
2: thousand nine. Then.
1: We done this
0: one.
2: I'm looking at the. I don't think we've done this one. All right.
1: Oh yes, we did. We did it a couple weeks ago. Jesus. Still unbroken by Leonard Skinner. Uh,
2: bragging rights. Okay. 2011.
1: That seems like a, a year that that happened. I'm not okay. I put twenty thousand in eleven. So. Is there gonna be one? <laughs> there might be. <laughs> Tune in hundred years from now to find out. Um. Twenty. 20- Ten, there was one, and that is the last one. There was only two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So two thousand ten. All right, two thousand ten is there is a song, and we have not done it. All so, right, that's it's uh, it's your last shot by Politics and Assassins. Great. God, that's a horrible band name. <laughs> uh, on this show, MVP defeated Chavo Guerrero in a dark match. Okay. Daniel Bryan defeated Dolph Ziggler with Vicky Guerrero via submission. 16 minutes, 14 seconds in an interpromotional match. Singles match. Mm -hmm. Uh, Match number two, The Nexus. David Otunga and John Cena defeated Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre by submission. To win the WWE Tag Team Championships. What
2: a world that was! That's
1: right. That's when John Cena had to join the Nexus. Yeah,
2: that wasn't very long.
1: Uh, Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre were the champions, which is I do not remember that at <laughs> all. So this was this was in my dark period. Yeah. My very very brief dark period. Which is a of shame because in as high I, school where I understand it was too it, cool for
2: it. The, as I understand it, the Nexus angle was very good.
1: It was, and I remember watching the beginning. Like I, right. I vag- vividly remember the debut of them ripping up the set and everything and thinking that, yeah. that was the coolest thing ever. Um, But then there was also the second, like they did the Nexus, and then there was the Nexus with CM Punk, which is kind of like 2.0. Okay. And, and that's that kind of where I started to gotcha. drift away and classify myself as obsolete. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted DiBiase with Maurice, I always called her Mariz, which is fucking weird. Um, Defeated Goldust with Oksana in a singles match at 7:29. Uh, Layla defended her Divas Championship. This card sounds fucking awful. With Michelle McCool against Natalya. Fun fact: that was her last title match. I don't know if that's true, but might as well be. Uh, Kane make shit up. Uh, defeated The Undertaker. Oh, Kane with Paul Bear.
2: Oh, I remember this defeated match. Defeated
1: The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match for the World Heavyweight Championship, uh, defending his championship.
2: Yeah, Kane was hot here. 1659.
1: Was this right around the time where he had that, whatever the fucking date was that they made a big deal out of? The tape? Date. Oh, date. Uh, where they, like, they had just come off of the second Kane, which was Luke Gallows. Is that I around this time? I don't think so. No? Um, This was
2: after he. uh, I think this is after he won the title with Money in the Bank.
1: The fifth contest was a very live match. The match started. um, It doesn't give any backstory on that. Um. At Hell in a Cell, Paul Bearer, who was with The Undertaker during the Hell in a Cell match against Kane, betrayed The Undertaker, giving yeah. the victory to Kane once again. Two weeks later on SmackDown, Paul Bearer issued one more challenge to The Undertaker in a buried alive match. Later that night, The Undertaker accepted the match and taunted Kane with his own pyrotechnics. Gotcha. I remember this feud, or around this time, because it was the only time in my life that I saw The Undertaker live and Paul Bear live. Oh, well, there was you go. at uh SmackDown taping right around this time, so there you go. Um Team SmackDown consisting of Big Show, Rey Mysterio, Jack Swagger, oh. Alberto Del Rio, uh-huh. Edge, and Tyler Rex. That's gotta be the heel team. Tyler Rex is uh what's his name now? i trying to think of his name now. Um He held the FCW Florida Tag Team Championship twice, once with Joe Henning, a.k.a. Curtis Axel, and another time with Johnny Curtis, a.k.a. Fandango.
2: Great. I forget. He does something now. Who's the Raw team?
1: uh (laughs) Raw is Miz, R-Truth, John Morrison, Santino Morella, Sheamus, CM Punk, and Ezekiel Jackson. Also Alex Riley there because of Miz. Right. 14-man elimination tag team match. A little bit much. 27 minutes long. And your main event, Wade Barrett with John Cena in his quarter, defeating Randy Orton via disqualification for the WWE championship. Uh, had Barrett lost, Cena
2: would have been fired. Oh, okay. And then I think Cena just fucking clocked Orton.
1: So he didn't lose. Or no, he no, he, he clocked
2: Barrett because yeah. then he didn't lose, and also John Cena then got to clock Barrett because he yeah. didn't like Barrett. And Orton keeps the title. Orton keeps the title. Good, win, win, win. It's a triple Everyone win. Wins. What that is?
1: You see, uh, Santino Morella was on the Canadian broadcast of Raw this week,
2: like in the crowd.
1: No, like uh, like in one of their uh, what's that fucking show called? After Aftermath. Oh really? With what's her name? Like he was just. Like, like not on the not three sixty, yeah. but just standing there, like how they usually have Jimmy Corderas. Sure, okay. He stand there. He's like, yeah, no, I really like this, and I kind of didn't like this. That's fucked. It was really weird. And I'm like,
2: I did not what see the that.
1: Fuck is going on? Because he lives in Toronto still. He's got his uh, Battle Arts
2: Academy out there. So I don't know what
1: that is. It's a, it's a gym where he trains people how to wrestle and fight MMA, okay, or jujitsu or something.
2: Those are the arts. That's
1: right. Uh, it's your last shot by politics and assassins. You're welcome. At Satpod at the Diesel Barris at Brando
2: 1990
1: at Scottbox 64 at BB Boris at PWA Wrestling CA at Talk Reckless Pod. Uh, make sure you listen to their stuff as well because that Rumble is coming up on the 26th, I believe, is what I said earlier. Yes,
2: I believe you are correct.
1: Uh, so make sure you keep it tuned for any updates on that. We'll it's going to be long. That's fine,
2: though. You can jump in whenever you want, but as far as I know, it's going to be like eight hours long.
1: It's uh, it's the rumble, so it's it's got to be wrong, long. Wrong. <laughs> Christ, I need to go home and sleep. All right. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Would you like to do a Scotty?
2: Mm, no, uh, I don't have a good one. Until next time, keep your hands off the Great Khali's Punjabi prison. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Smash.